0: This is the Naked Encore. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and like. For more information about us and all of our podcasts, go to historicmedia.com. Hi, everybody, welcome to the Naked Encore. I'm Vicky Ziegler.
1: Hi hey everybody, and I'm Brian Krauss. What's up, Vicky?
0: Right, I talked to you in the morning, I talked to you at night, you're still smooth like butter.
1: I know, but these end of day recordings are a bit tough. I mean, look at us, it's end of day and we're looking, I mean, at least I'll speak for <laughs> myself, I'll speak for myself, not for what you, you always look good, but I'm just feeling tired and dragging a little bit today, but it is what it is. What are we talking about today, Vicky? What do you want to chat about?
0: Yeah, I hear you. Let me tell you, it's rough. My brain hurts sometimes at the end of the day, but I've been reading about Britney Spears getting married.
1: It's all over the place. It's all over.
0: Everyone's talking about it, right? Um, But I thought two things were interesting. Number one, her kids weren't at the wedding. So I I kind of question that. I I wonder why, because I know you would never get married without your children being by your side.
1: Well, I don't know if I'd ever get remarried, but uh, if I was, if I did, for sure, my kids. My son would be my best man.
0: See, there you go. So I think that's a little strange and I'm not sure why. Uh, hopefully we'll get to ask her one day. But the the second crazy thing was this ex-husband who she was married to for like 10 seconds crashed the wedding, got arrested, and it was like this whole debacle. Did you read it about that?
1: What the fuck was that guy thinking? I, I I did. He crashes the wedding and security basically tackled the guy. You know, I think before he got to Brittany, but what was this guy thinking?
0: Yeah, like you're gonna get into the wedding. Like she obviously got rid of you for a reason. You're married for a minute. And yeah, kind of scary. So as we're talking, it just popped up from TMZ that she got a three- year restraining order against him. So she clearly doesn't want any part of this guy and doesn't want him to be near her.
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, was the guy just looking for attention or was he actually like going through some sort of pain watching his ex, you know, get remarried?
0: Well, I mean, look, I think that's a good question, but I feel like most exes aren't ever invited to a wedding unless they're close, right, to their ex-spouse, which, you know, is lovely, but not so common. And most people don't want to watch their ex get married. They're happy if Alamo he's going to stop, but that's about it, right?
1: So tell me about this guy, though. I think his name was Jason. Was he married to her before or after she got married to the guy that she had the kids with. After. So it was after that. So she has two kids with, let's say, husband number one. Kevin Federline. Kevin. And then I know she marries this guy in Vegas. And that thing lasted about 10 minutes before her family or her handlers jumped in and had the marriage annulled.
0: Right. So they got married in Vegas. I don't know how long they knew each other. I didn't think it was a long term. And then she's free from the shackles of her family. And that conservatorship allowing her to obviously marry, have sex, she was put on all these restrictions. So she got married to this guy, Sam. She's allegedly in love. I don't think they signed.
1: Her trainer, by the way, this was her personal yep, trainer there you go. that she just got yeah, married to. Yeah,
0: good point. So was there a prenup?
1: Yeah, there was a huge prenup. I actually read it today. They both get to keep what they came into it with suppose that the prenup is ironclad he gets nothing if this thing doesn't work out
0: okay good so maybe he is marrying for love and that they truly do you know have this special relationship and look I'm rooting for her
1: I'm surprised hey let me just jump in and say this I'm surprised she didn't come to you for her prenup
0: yeah well where does she live California or Vegas
1: that's a good question wasn't the wedding in California
0: yeah she's definitely not in the uh, on the east Coast but um, you know we do a lot of uh, celebrity prenups in our law firm. And uh, we've seen a lot of people come and go and get married and then get divorced. But as long as she's being smart about protecting her assets, because she's gone through a really difficult time with her family. And I think the allegations by Britney Spears are that her family funneled a lot of money and siphoned money from her without her consent or knowledge. So let's hope that doesn't happen with this guy, Sam.
1: So forget Britney Spears for a second. That's just today's quick story. You won't After tomorrow, this thing is yesterday's news. In your own practice, how often do you see exes meddling in their ex-spouses' affairs or new marriage? Well, I
0: see a lot of it with parenting. But I do sometimes see people really unbelievably fighting over which weekend they have when one of the spouses is getting remarried. And it always shocks me because it's like, listen, you need to support this person. They're moving on in their lives and you know, why would you fight over whether or not this isn't your weekend or theirs? It's like getting married on a special day, you could be flexible and switch. So I deal with that a lot. but I think most of the time people are just happy that somebody else is moving on and whether they're not paying alimony anymore. I think most people are happy if they're the breadwinner and they're paying alimony, that will terminate. so that's some a cause for celebration. And that somebody's just moving on, right? Some people were still in love with their ex-spouses and, you know, opine over them. And it's just a, it's a net, it's a fresh start for people, right? It's like a new chapter.
1: Well, how long after your divorce, now we're going back and I know it was only, your first marriage was just a quickie, but how long after your, your divorce did you get remarried to Bill?
0: Um, seven years. But I purposely waited. I just, I didn't think getting married was the right move for me at the time. And I just, I I see so much devastation in my practice. I wanted to learn from other people's mistakes and right and not make a similar mistake. So I definitely took my time and and wanted to make sure that it was right and, you know, get to know, get to know my husband and, and do that kind of thing. So I wasn't the rusher in, in life to get remarried. But I think that exes should play that exact role. You're an ex for a reason. And unless you're like your friend David Charvet, who could be kumbaya with your ex, it's, you know, where you're the the guy that's dating and coming into, you know, your children's lives. It's not so easy, I think, to be a part of this new family. So I I mean, look, every case is different. So I'm a big supporter of people communicating and, and. getting together. But at the wedding, I'm not so sure it's smart to have an ex at your wedding. Like, what do you think?
1: No, absolutely not. You know, I'm going through it now to a lesser extent. I mean, funny enough, as we're talking about this, and I wasn't going to bring it up, but my ex-wife is in Israel as we speak, getting married. Yes. She's in Israel, as we speak, getting married. She actually had a wedding a couple months ago in Miami. It was very, very small. My kids were there. I don't even think any friends, just some family. And she's now in Israel getting married. And I am telling you, and and I'm, I'm happily divorced. And we have a very, very good relationship now. Much better than obviously what we had when we were going through it and towards the end of our marriage. But there's definitely conflicting feelings when you go through this. I mean, it really is the end of a chapter, right? And even though it's over when the divorce becomes final, that's, now is really where I feel it. You know, there's like- Really, like you're feeling it now? It's not that I, it's just the end of a chapter. It, it, You know, it's, you know, my ex and I spoke a little bit and there was just no deference or anything to any other guy. She dated a bunch, but actually her getting remarried well, that's, that's closure, right? That's closure. And it really, for me, it, 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 it kind of forces me to reflect on my life a little bit. You know, it, it's kind of a big benchmark.
0: Right. So it's not that you're, you're not talking about an attachment to her. It's more just, it's a new chapter. No, and- no.
1: it's a reflection on her life and my life, right? I'm very happy for her, right? I'm very, very happy for her. And she's a great guy. She's very, very happy. My kids get along great with the guy. He's great to my kids. And that's all I really care about. It's all I could really ask for. But it really is the end of a chapter. And even though the divorce is final, that, I don't know, this is more, I guess, emotional, not logical. But there is something there and there are conflicting feelings.
0: All right. So I have a very important question. Are you crashing the wedding in Israel?
1: No, no, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't invited. And no, it's um, not.
0: That's all right. So you weren't invited. That's number one where we would expect.
1: No, but if the, if if the wedding was in my same town, forget Israel. If the wedding was in my same town, I wouldn't go. It just out of respect to them. You know, it would be uncomfortable. And if not for my ex, she'd probably be fine. I mean, we're friendly now and I'm still the father of her kids. I'm sure she would love to have me. But out of respect to the guy that she's starting a new life with. And I don't think he'd want. want you there. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think so. So I, I'm just, just out of respect to him.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I just know exactly what you're saying. Have you ever crashed a wedding, by the way?
1: Well, I mean... maybe once
0: I think I have to I never crashed a wedding I did you know what it was like this venue where you had a whole bunch of different parties going on at the same time so we left to go from our one party to go to the bathroom and I was like what what's in here?" you know we had a couple cocktails and I just went and dancing with everybody I didn't know anybody I think it was a girlfriend of mine And we laughed and then we took off, but (laughs) it was fun.
1: You know, that brings up, it brings up, and it wasn't a wedding, but it really brings up a horrible feeling I had as a kid. I was 13 years old and I was going to a bar mitzvah, which is what, you know, you do at 13 years old. Every weekend there's a different bar mitzvah. So my dad drops me off at the temple and I walk in and I see some of my friends, but not the ones I expected to see. And I realize, that I'm at the wrong bar mitzvah. Oh my God. I wasn't invited to this one. And the girl who's bar mitzvah, I guess bot mitzvah, the girls, the girl whose bot mitzvah it was, just looks at me and she's like, hi, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh
0: my God, are you serious? That brazen? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was, I'm telling you, More I just five. like- Mortified, oh my mortified, God. and I. And by the way, there are no cell phones, right? So you can't like call your parents and like you know, you know, Scotty, beam me out of here. I mean, this was just it was horrible. I'm still to this day. I think I'm still. I think you have PTSD over it. Yeah. So to to, to this day, I'm still was a word I'm not getting right now. <laughs> Anyway, I was at the wrong bar mitzvah. Finally, I called from the payphone. I got my dad, and I got him to pick me up and take me to the right bar mitzvah. But it was a horrible experience. And as a kid, as a thirteen-year-old kid, that was tough to get over.
0: Yeah, you feel embarrassed, and you know you weren't welcome, and you weren't invited. So I could imagine.
1: So I kind of crashed that bar mitzvah,
0: <laughs> uh, but un- uh, unknowingly, it wasn't Unknowing a purposeful. Lead. No. Uh, no. That's, funny. That's funny. I mean, listen, I think it's hard also when you're having parties and are you inviting your ex to an event with your kids? You know, it it gets complicated and it gets a little tricky for people. So I think when we're thinking about weddings, most people don't want their exes at their wedding. And I'd be fascinated to know who had a wedding where their ex was there with their new significant other and they had a great time. Like I'd love to hear their story and how they how they managed to do that because I just don't think many people can or want
1: to. I think it's really important you distance yourself from the situation and not not just from your-
0: <laughs> Run. Brian's like, just run no, from no, the situation. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I think it's,
1: you know, it's good to have a relationship, but from a distance. And I think that also includes your in-laws. You know, I was very close to my ex-in-laws and to my ex-mother-in-law, I'm still very close to. I mean, she still considers me one of her sons. But it's not the same, you know, and it's just weird. It's awkward at times. I, you know, love her, but it's you know, she's the mother of my ex.
0: Yeah. And the question is when do you either cut that relationship, reduce it? You know, some people stay in their in their marriages because they're very close to the in-laws, quite frankly. And uh it's hard to disconnect from a family that embraces you. A lot of people get into a marriage, they don't have families, they don't have parents or they lost one and they're like adopted into a family, right? Let's you with you know, siblings, um, brother in law, sister in laws, and it's hard to really divorce from that when you're really close and have a confidant of sorts. So I, I could imagine and, and I, I did experience
1: painful. I think it's very painful when you get excommunicated from your family, and even some friends.
0: Well, yeah, but what do the friends pick, right? Are they going to your the wife's wedding, the husband's, if it's same-sex couple, like wife one, wife two, like who are they choosing? And that's something I think so many people have experienced when they get divorced, like most mutual friends pick a side.
1: I think you just have to realize that your ex-spouse is starting an exciting new chapter in their life as she is with her new husband, her spouse, and... If you meddle or you, or if you're around too much, you're, it's just, you're making it hard on your ex spouse's spouse. But again, to be respectful to my ex spouse and her new husband, he, I want to see them do well. I want her to be happy. And if I'm around, I'm only making it more difficult on that relationship.
0: Okay. So what you're saying is you're not going to be on a double date together anytime soon
1: well that's that's a different that's a very different thing i I think post wedding if i think it'd be nice actually if and we actually have i th- I think Rochelle and I have had dinner with them before they were married, but I have no issue with that, but while they're getting to you know certainly at the wedding, the last thing they want is a blast from the past
0: <laughs> <laughs> uncle' Brian's yeah, exactly here. <laughs>
1: but Another thing, Vicky, and let me bring this up. What do you do in a situation when your ex gets remarried and you don't like the guy? You don't like the guy around your children. Let's say he's got a drug or an alcohol problem. Then what do you do? How do you protect your kids?
0: Well, that's serious. And you can make the argument that he's not in the best interest of the children to be around them, that he's unfit and he got to go to court. And it gets ugly, especially once they're married. You know, it's one thing when you're getting divorced, somebody's dating, you can keep them out of the house from overnights. But once they're married, you know, you either get, you know, these agencies involved where they do these home checks to see, you know, you may request a drug or alcohol tests and you have to get the courts involved, get the kid, you have to get the kids involved, get custody evaluators. Um, so it could be a psychiatric evaluation with testing, and it gets ugly. And you would hope that you're X doesn't lack judgment, but so many people, you know, you hear about this, they didn't know, or they thought they were recreational drug users, or or they just drank socially and become addicted. And then God forbid, you know, they arm children, they leave them at home, endangerment. A lot of this happens, and that's very scary. So you have to be in constant communication with your kids, get updates someone screaming, yelling, misbehaving, you know, you got to take matters into your own hands and then run to the court because God forbid one bad move could could be devastating.
1: Is this something that's very common?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's pretty common. We have a lot of issues like that in our law firm and filing post-judgment applications uh, with people that um, are, let's say, very um, unsavory. And you certainly wouldn't want your children around them. No. Let's face it. Absolutely not.
1: But even without any drug or alcohol problems or any addiction problems, the kids have their own feelings about their mother or their father getting remarried. And I think you have to take that into consideration and kind of follow their lead a little bit.
0: But a lot of people don't. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with being a jerk, right? A narcissist. We know that that's Not something we'd be interested, but if someone falls in love with someone that's just not a nice person, the kids now are being raised at least half the time, let's say with this person. So it can be, it can be dangerous, but it also can be good if you have somebody that you marry that's fantastic, that's very loving, that is giving them, you know, parental guidance that they didn't necessarily have. So it can go both ways, right? I've experienced it, you know, um, getting a different type of support system. An additional love in my life. So I got lucky. Um, but not everybody has that that luck, you know? So I think you have to have eyes quite open as the parent who share in custody to make sure you see what's going on when the kids come home to you and just make sure they're being cared for and taken care of uh, properly.
1: So I sent my kids down. And I just checked in with them. I wanted to know how they were feeling about their mom getting remarried. And just to kind of let them know that no matter what, I'm their dad. I love them more than anything. And as long as their mom is happy, I'm happy. And they felt the same. You know, they love the guy. They love that my ex is happy. And that's that's really all anybody could ask for.
0: Listen, it's true. It's just every dynamic, every family has a difference of opinion, different thoughts. And I think family meetings, conversations... I remember when I was getting married and it was like, okay, I had my dad and then I had my stepdad and it was like, okay, let's talk about money. And, you know, we all met together and it was beautiful because I needed help at the time. And we all came together as a family for our best interest and for the love of, you know, Bill and I. So I I just think, you know, I think back and I remember at 21, I said to everybody, I need everyone to come together. And I can't have fighting. I can't have discord. And it's my 21st birthday. And everyone is going to come to dinner at Lanello's. And we're all going to have a good time.
1: It's one of my favorite restaurants, by the way. You never Isn't mentioned it? that to me. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy there.
0: Uh, yes, I know who he is.
1: That's the guy that sings the menu?
0: If I walked in there, he would know exactly what it was. What
1: a, <laughs> what a nut. Oh my God. But so entertaining.
0: Uh, yeah. And I just had to. I, I had to do it. I just couldn't handle it. And I just, I like peace. And they did it. Everyone was great and hugging and they were you know kind of celebrating uh, the birthday. But I also think that they wanted to have harmony as well. So sometimes the kids, it's not incumbent upon us to do that, but I think it can help everybody come together and bring the exes around the table and say, look, let's focus on the good times. Everyone's happy, make peace. The past is in the past and move forward.
1: Agreed. So what about the day of the wedding? The day your ex gets married? You're not invited. You're not going. Your kids are there. You know what's happening. It's a bit, I mean, I went through that. That was a strange feeling. That was a strange day for me.
0: Yeah. And what do you do that day? Do you keep your mind busy? Do you do others? You know, do you do other things? Uh, That could be tough.
1: Yeah. You got to make the day about something else other than the wedding. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, I tried to treat it like a regular day. Wake up, hot yoga class, went to a gym later on that day when I with some friends that night. But it was certainly on my mind. And, and by the way, not in a bad way. It's just that like, it's a funny feeling.
0: Now, then are you going to start searching for pictures? Are you going to ask your kids to see photos, no, what the venue was no. like, what
1: your She's going, going to post everything. Look. It's all going to be its social media these days. She's going to post- But I'm
0: saying, are you going to look? Are you going to look?
1: Well, we follow each other. So it'll be in my feed. Yes, I'm going to look. Of course I am. <laughs> of course. But again, I come from a good, honestly, I come from a good place and I want her to be happy. I wish them both nothing but love. And look, the happier she is, the happier my kids are that simple
0: right which is great you have a great attitude and you're so supportive have you talked about this with Rochelle
1: Uh, to a lesser extent you know she's just asking me how I feel about it and I'm sharing I shared with her exactly what I shared with you today you know I'm it feels a little funny not in a bad way not in a good way but it's in a you know it's conflicting because there's so much love for her to be happy and for my kids and just to move on. And then, you know, I'm in it. Look, I'm in a great relationship myself. Had I, had I not been in a relationship now, I probably would feel a little bit different. I'd probably be questioning what I'm doing. You know, it's like, wait a minute, I'm still single. Like, and she's getting married again. What's wrong with me?
0: All right. But listen, it's taken a long time. How long have you been divorced, Brian?
1: I've been divorced 10 years.
0: Yeah. So is this giving you the edge to get married now because she is
1: but she's just but but again, she's also been divorced ten years and she's first she first got married i think the first wedding was six months ago, so we've both been dating a bunch and there's been no issues whatsoever on the you know on our respective dating, but the marriage and and the um the finality of it and the closure that it gives me is. As I said, it's a, it's a funny feeling, but it's also a good feeling. It really is.
0: Right. Now, is it making you itch to get married? No,
1: no. But I'm very happy I'm in, a, in, a, in a, what I believe to be a very solid and long-term relationship.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I think so many people are in your shoes. And I think whether it's somebody that's seeing their ex get married and they're very happy in a relationship and choose not to get married versus people that are seeing their exes get married if they're not. In a relationship, but they're alone and they're feeling sad and, you know, emotional. So I think this cuts both ways. And I think people just need to realize, look, it's a feeling. It's just different. And it's kind of your new chapter. And you have to choose to be happy for your spouse, your ex spouse. And you know, learn how to navigate your happiness, right? It can't be connected to somebody else in the past, but it can be strange and it can be different. And I think you're going through all these feelings now, which I think are common. Yeah,
1: and for any of our listeners that are going through something like this that aren't in a relationship while their spouse is getting remarried, I think it's really important to visualize your life in a few months. And just kind of think about what you're going to be doing, who you're going to be with, and just move on mentally. Let it go. Let it go. Just be positive about the future and be happy for your ex. Yeah. And that's that's my tip of the day.
0: There you go. And I think you need to have security if your ex is cantankerous or nasty so that you can tackle him like the Britney Spears security guards did at her wedding because it's always good To have have, uh, some strong people around you. If you think somebody's going to crash your wedding, especially an ex who's a bodybuilder. Uh,
1: Yeah, and if if your marriage was cantankerous and it wasn't a great marriage, just be happy she's moving on. And the problem is his, not yours anymore. (laughs)
0: Let it go. And if alimony's stopping, that's a cause for celebration in and of itself for the people that are paying it. Uh, women are paying it men are paying it so it goes both ways the the alimony statute is gender neutral so um i always like to tell people to look at the positive perspectives and the good things that come out of of difficult experiences so i think that's a good one so i have one last question before we take off for the evening do you think your ex-wife is wearing a white dress or an off-white wedding dress
1: absolutely white. It's a new beginning. It's fresh. It's clean. She's absolutely 100% going pure white. And
0: you're wearing white, a white sweatshirt with a white hat and I'm wearing a white shirt. So I don't know what's going on today, but this is all about love and marriage and new beginnings.
1: That's it. Everyone, thanks for listening. We look forward to being with you guys next week. Take care, everyone.